Welcome to the First Million Podcast, a podcast for empowered women working for financial freedom and lifestyle abundance. I'm your host, Emily, and I'm pulling from my experiences building a multi-six-figure business in my early 20s, investing and achieving financial literacy, and traveling the world while I work to steer you towards your highest potential. Let's dive in because you know what they say. The first million is hard, but the second million is inevitable. This is going to be your guide to achieving financial freedom with tangible steps that are going to help you get there. It's not just for entrepreneurs, but it will definitely help you if you are an entrepreneur because that's my background and that's my story. I'm going to share some hacks, some tips, some tricks, and a lot of wisdom, and I'm excited to get into it. Hey, y'all, welcome back to the First Million Podcast. So happy you're here. We have a really fun financial topic today that I have been wanting to talk about for so long, and I think there will definitely be future episodes on this topic because as I'm reviewing my notes, I definitely think there's more that I can say, but I've been trying to keep these episodes pretty like bite-sized. I don't want them to be overwhelming um, for me to film or for you guys to listen to, and so we're going to dive into, honestly, Honestly, a pretty good amount of the nitty gritty on like my thoughts on financial freedom, ways you can start working towards that goal, like what that means, et cetera, et cetera. So this is going to be a really good one. This has been a really major theme like in my entire business development journey, and I'm excited to share a lot of my thoughts with you. I do want to pause quickly and talk about the service spotlight of today, which is going to be very relevant to the topic at hand of financial freedom. You're welcome to skip ahead if you're not curious about learning about one of my products or services that I think can help you in direct pursuit of your own financial freedom, your own business and life goals. Today, I want to briefly talk about Passive Income Bootcamp, which you guys have heard me talk about before. PIB is my really quick and easy course. It's less than $80 USD. It'll teach you everything about how to develop, launch, and continue to sell a passive income offer, which obviously if you're trying to create financial freedom in your life, as you'll see when I talk about the meaning of financial freedom, it has a lot to do with your ability to create income without giving away more of your time, right? And passive income is like the biggest and best way that you're going to do that. The sooner you start the development process of an offer to start selling and making you money, the better. And the thing about passive income offers is that not just any offer is going to work. You have to understand the process of picking a topic that works for your niche, what type of structure you need to go with, how to go about the creative process, how to launch that offer. You also need to know about evergreen marketing and Passive Income Bootcamp covers all of that and so much more in a really easy format that you can totally do on your own time. Whether you want to whiz through all the modules in a day or work through it over the course of a couple months, it's totally up to you. But like I said, it's a super affordable investment that has a really, really amazing potential ROI and all the details to get your hands on the course where you have lifetime access to everything, including all future updates is linked down below. So check out PIB and let's dive into today's episode. Okay, starting off with our definition of financial freedom, what is financial freedom? This was actually funny when I Googled it because I found the definition like per the internet to be quite like in-depth and wordy. And anyways, I'll read it to you and then I'll give you my definition. So as per the internet, financial freedom is having enough income or wealth sufficient to pay one's living expenses for the rest of one's life without having to be employed or dependent on others. So basically, you know, having enough money, like if I, if I had true financial freedom, I would have enough money to stop working today and pay all my bills and do all the stuff that I want to do. And I still think that this is a very like broad definition because everyone's lifestyle is so different and what some people 
would count as living expenses like other people wouldn't and vice versa. So here's my definition. I think the financial freedom is being able to do whatever you want without worrying about money. So whatever you want. In a definition, they're not referring to like you directly. They're saying like one's expenses, whatever. But like this makes it personal. My definition of financial freedom means you get to do whatever you want to do without worrying about money. And I personally believe that financial freedom doesn't mean you don't ever have to work again. It just means that you are securing your finances and that you can work kind of as much or as little as you want. Of course, true financial freedom is I could stop working tomorrow and afford to do whatever I want moving forward. But knowing that I speak to an audience of mainly people in their like 20s, maybe 30s, and of course, I know there's all age groups that are here um, for the podcast, but Speaking to a lot of young people, like retirement or just never having to work again isn't really on like the agenda right now because what the heck would we do with ourselves all day? <laughs> you know what I mean? Especially us entrepreneurial types. But the idea is like, I can do whatever I want to do. I don't have to worry about money and I'm not trading more and more and more of my time for more and more and more money so that I can do more things. Um, so there's true freedom to that. So my first big thing I want to say on the topic of financial freedom is you need to educate yourself. We do not learn about this stuff in school. I believe that the way that society is like set up and I'm not like, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I'm not like I, I'm really not like weird, quote unquote, with like my views of the world or like my ideas on things. I guess I don't think that I am. I've heard much more extreme viewpoints, but I personally believe that like we're not, quote unquote, supposed to be financially free because it like disrupts the system, whatever you want to define the system as. I don't think that it serves like the capitalistic society that we live in to have a bunch of like financially free 20 somethings running around who don't really have to have a job. I think that it would create like it's just not the way things are set up. And I think we're in a very like new age with the Internet and what's available to us, the knowledge and the opportunities. So my first call to action here is like open your eyes, educate yourself on financial freedom, the way that it can be kind of withheld from us, the way that maybe you're not supposed to be financially free or like society is not going to help you get there. You have to get educated. You have to identify your opportunities and you really have to be proactive. That's the going to be the theme word of the day is proactivity. So getting into my like tangible tips for how to achieve financial freedom. And I could go into, honestly, I could probably pause here and go into a whole like diatribe about like my own story and journey with financial freedom. But let's just say this. I was really, really, really scared in college when I decided I didn't want to go to medical school that like I was now going to be destined to a life where I never had the money to do the things that I want. And I just want to say that through entrepreneurship, I've never had to say no to a trip, an opportunity, like whatever it may be um, that I really wanted to do because I have the financial freedom to create those opportunities for myself to engage in the things I want to engage in. I wear the clothes I want to wear. I have the things in my life that I want to have. I do not spend my money frivolously, in my opinion. I'm very thoughtful about how I use my money, but I'm not limited for the most part by finances. Of course, I'm not going out and buying a mega mansion and a yacht, but like for my own purposes, I have the financial freedom that I was like seeking and also more than I ever thought I would have when I was having these fears in college of like, oh my God, how am I ever going to make this work if I'm not going into a traditional medical career like I thought I needed to, or I'm not going to law school or whatever it is. I just want to say you don't have to be in one of those careers to get to this point. You can be. And many people who are in those careers do not have the financial freedom or the time to use their money that they want to have. But that's besides the point. <laughs> so Number one tip for achieving financial freedom is to stop trying to compete with others, okay? 
By the way, side note, this is not like a business training, how to build a business to help you achieve financial freedom. I am a business mentor. You can literally hire me directly to help you with your business. And I would encourage you to do that. All the information about my mentorships is down below. I'm happy to teach you to work with you on my Instagram, on my TikTok, on my YouTube channel every Wednesday. I talk about this stuff and I share about how to build the business, but this is going to be more like practical life stuff, assuming that you have your career or your business in order or that you're going to take action in that direction. So back to my point, stop trying to compete with others. I have the best example I can give on this topic um, is the story of my car. I'm going to try to insert a picture here of me with my car, my sweet bestie baby cakes. Okay. So (laughs) basically I um, I feel very blessed to have the life that I have, right? I have a house that I'm obsessed with. I own rental properties. I feel like I dress well. I carry myself well. We travel extensively, all the things. And I drive a 2004 Honda Pilot, a Navy Honda Pilot with chipped paint and the front is rusting and bumper stickers from high school and the whole freaking nine yards. And I think that you would probably, if you came to my house right now and saw that car parked outside, you'd be like, whose car is that? Because I know that Miss The First Million Podcast is like drives a Porsche, right? No, no, ma'am. So I learned really early on about appreciating assets, depreciating purchases, like all of these things. And for my purposes in life, I learned very quickly that everyone around me as they got out of college and they started their big kid job was going to go buy a nice car. That's what I saw everybody do. Everyone around me, they have their car payments. You know, it's a whole thing. And I have a car that works totally fine. I got it when I was 16 and I've taken really good care of it. It's taken very good care of me. And I, I don't need a new car. Like I just don't. And I don't need to do it to impress anybody. And I don't feel a burning desire to have a new car. And... Like I said, everyone around me is buying a new car and taking on a car payment and doing the whole thing. And I just didn't deep down like really care that much. So basically, if I had gone out and I had bought myself, you know, the the Mercedes or the Audi or whatever I thought that I needed because I'm, you know, a 20 something with you know, no kids and a good job, like I could have done that, but I would have only been doing it to compete with other people, right? And that would have been a financial burden that I would have been taking on, something that would have detracted, in my opinion, from my financial freedom. Because for me, the the financial freedom that I experience currently, like I don't need to take on, you know, this, like I don't need to do the the whole nice new luxury car situation. That would have actually detracted from my financial freedom because I don't really care. I would have just been doing it to compete. So moral of the story is I whip around town in my clunky, chunky, rusty, dusty old car. And I love it. And my friends and I, we all ride around together and it's massive and I'm obsessed and I don't need to go make a big purchase to compete with anybody else or to match my quote unquote image. This might be the case for you if you're living in a house that you like, but you feel like you need to move somewhere bigger and better in a fancier neighborhood to compete with, you know, your, your friends that you go to church with or whatever it is. Unless you want to do something and you want to spend your money on that, do not do it just to compete with other people because trying to keep up with the Joneses, you guys have heard that. I don't think that's just like a Southern thing that people say, but just trying to keep up with the people around you or people on social media is literally going to send you over the edge financially faster than anything else. So make sure you get that through your head because competition with others isn't going to get you nowhere when it comes to financial freedom. Next, relating to that same point, only buy things that you cannot afford if they appreciate. So real estate is a perfect example of this. 
And a car is a perfect example of this. If I went out today, like I, I would love to drive, whip around town in a G-Wagon, right? Like when I have kids, I'm going to be like the mommy in her G-Wagon, like taking her kids to school and I'm going to be like living my best life, right? Like that's what I need. Maybe. <laughs> but a car for me, and it, and it just is, the fact is it's a depreciating asset. Quote unquote, it's not an asset in that way. Like some people might view it as that. I personally don't really. But it's something where you're going to go buy it. And the second you put your toe on the gas pedal and you exit the parking lot, it is dropping rapidly in value. So unless you can like go in and pay cash and not get yourself into debt, aka like you can fully afford that purchase. Something that I don't recommend when you're looking for financial freedom is to go spend your money on things like that. Now, if you can't afford a house, but it's a great investment, you go take out a loan. I don't know many 20-somethings that are paying cash for a house. And you, you know, pay your mortgage and you pay your interest and your home appreciates. And if it's an investment property, you make money on the rent. And that is a good use of your money, even though it's something you quote unquote cannot afford. So make decisions when you're like, okay, I don't have the full amount of money here to pay for this thing that I want to buy, this thing I want to invest in. Make some decisions about like if that's going to appreciate for you, if that's a smart use of your money. That's really all I have to say on that, queens. Okay, this one I'm obsessed with. Do not take the fun out of life. Just live life within your means, whatever they are. I recommend having savings. I recommend having investments. I recommend, you know, um, putting money towards retirement, helping people in your life, like all the things. But have fun with your life. Money is in the end, like meant to be spent. And if you are so obsessed with the idea of financial freedom that you give yourself no freedom in the meantime, I don't personally think you're living life the way that it's meant to be lived. So you don't have to take this advice and think that you have to go be so miserly with your money. Like like I said, I still, I love jewelry. I love bags. I like clothes. I love traveling. I love all these things. You know, I like to feed my friends. I, so many things, but I don't force myself to take those joys out of my life because I'm in pursuit of financial freedom. I'm trying to maintain that. I just work it in as per my own means. And I recommend that you do the same. It'll look different for everyone, which is where we hearken back to the don't get in a competition with people ever. Next, spend money on shit that matters to you. That's literally what my notes say. (laughs) Spend money on things that matter to you. They do not have to matter to anyone else. So for example, if it really matters to you that you have some big expensive thing in your life or you do something, whatever it may be, and it's kind of against the grain, kind of against the norm, like maybe it's investing in a business mentor. The first mentor I invested in and I was spending three grand that I didn't even know where I was going to you know, come up with it or how I was going to maintain my payments. And it literally changed my life. Um, and I've invested so much more since then. Like that wasn't something that maybe everybody understood. But for me, that was in pursuit of the financial freedom that I was seeking. And it was more than worth it to me. So highly recommend getting into that mindset as well. This, I feel like these are my four biggest tips for you guys. The Like it, there's such a balance between like, what really matters to me is going to add to my life and bring fun and joy into my life. And where am I just competing and how am I being smart with my money? There's been so many things that I'm sharing about this month on the podcast that are going to add on to this lesson that I think are going to be helpful. For example, a couple weeks from now, I have an episode all about investing coming out, which is a huge part 
of financial freedom, I was going to add a fifth point here. I would say like invest, 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 and figure out your best pathway to do that. So make sure you're subscribed to this channel and you turn on that little notifications bell. You click that because that's how you're going to know when I post this stuff and you're going to be able to access these, you know, these pieces of continuing education where it all kind of links together. I have kind of a financial theme going on this month, which I really, really like. So definitely like, you know, make sure you're subscribed to stay in the loop with that. But I hope this was helpful for you guys. I want to empower each and every one of you that financial freedom can look different for you than it does for someone else. You can, in a way, craft your own definition of that word. And that was like the biggest message I wanted to get across today. But I hope that y'all found this helpful, that you use this information to go and craft a life that you love, to use your financial standing to build this life and to create a financial situation that allows you to live just the best life ever. I think that money can be such a tool when used correctly and business or career advancement. Like Those are all such great ways to get the ball rolling and then investing and money management are amazing ways to maintain and grow your financial standing. So thank y'all for being here. Like I said, make sure you subscribe. I'm posting a new podcast episode here and on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Every single Monday, a new educational YouTube video about building your online business every single Wednesday. And then occasionally on Sundays, I also post a digital nomad like lifestyle vlog. So those are pretty fun as well. But thank y'all for being here. Have the best rest of your day or night wherever you're at. Go change your lives. I hope this podcast motivates you to always do that. Check out all my socials. I will list them on the screen right here. They're also always linked down below. I share clips every single day on my TikTok on the podcast Instagram and also here on YouTube as shorts. So get your daily dose of motivation and I will see you guys in the next one. Bye guys.